You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, healthcare professionals. Welcome to episode 101 of the Social Dentist Podcast. I'm Dr. Yazin, and today we're going to be talking about selling expensive things, not just expensive things in your office, but also how to sell expensive things on social media. After spending so much time coaching clients and studying the art of selling and analyzing my own selling process, I've decided to share some important tips with you. I'm actually working on creating a group coaching program where I take six-figure business owners in healthcare and help them scale to seven figures while cutting back on their work hours and having a lot of free time in their lives. And inside of that program, I will have an entire training on selling, but I wanted to start by giving you some tips on this podcast episode first. Before I get into all the details, I want to give you a little disclaimer because I know in our fields in healthcare, we tell patients what they need. We give them all their treatment options, including the options of no treatment. And of course, we never want to force someone or convince or persuade someone into signing up for a treatment that they don't really want or a treatment that they don't need. So when I talk about selling in this episode, I'm talking about selling treatments people want or treatments people need, because at the end of the day, we have businesses and our businesses won't have income if we don't understand how to present things to our patients in order for them to say yes. This episode isn't taking someone who doesn't need something or doesn't want something and then brainwashing them to say yes. So please don't take this episode the wrong way. Patients often come into our office and they want or need a treatment, but they don't sign up because of how we are presenting the treatment to them. And a lot of it boils down to what we are thinking. I've also noticed that a lot of people tell me that it feels icky to sell, that you don't want to sell to your patients. I don't ever see it like that. When I'm talking to a patient about a procedure they need or a toothbrush that they would benefit from or whatever it is, it's never coming from a place of where I'm thinking I shouldn't sell. It's coming from a place of service. I'm not selling because of what it's going to do for my business, the income that's going to come into my business. What I'm doing is educating the patient and offering something to help them. For example, for all of my dental people, if I have a patient who has incipient decay Why would I not offer them fluoride trays? For those of you that don't know what incipient decay is, it means basically where somebody has decay, but it hasn't advanced to the next layer of the tooth structure. So sometimes we could just watch it and hopefully we could prevent it from going so far so that they don't need treatment. So it's in their benefit to have fluoride application to their teeth, right? It's in their benefit to use them. And although, yes, technically I'm selling something, it's part of my obligation to inform them of ways to help them with a problem. I'm coming from a place of service. And whenever I'm coming from a place of true service and not thinking about the business bank account, it will never come off as salesy. So if I'm talking to a patient of mine about investing in a specific electric toothbrush and I'm truly coming from a place of service, it never feels like a sell. If you feel awkward selling treatments and products and you don't want to be salesy 
It may be because you haven't yet realized that you are simply offering things that your patients need or that they would benefit from. Think about how you would talk about what you have to offer if instead of trying to sell, you were coming from a place of service. If you, as a healthcare professional, don't inform them and educate them on what you have to offer, how can we expect our patients to benefit from what we have to offer, right? Your patients need something. You have the solution for them, and you need to offer that solution. It's kind of like when I go get my hair colored. I'm not an expert on hair, but my stylist will often tell me like, hey, by the way, or whatever he sees, like, your hair feels really dry. I would recommend that you do moisturizing conditioning treatment. Do you want to do that today? This is the process. You sit with it under the heater for 20 minutes. We wash it out. Your hair will feel so much better and blah, 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 right? He tells me about it. He offers it to me and I can be like, yeah, my hair does feel dry. Like, let's do it. Or I could decide not to. Or when I'm leaving, if he says like, hey, you just colored your hair, you got some highlights in it. Like, you know, I use this color. This shampoo would be excellent for you if you want to keep the color fresh do you want to take this with you? I get to decide ultimately for myself. But if he doesn't offer these things to me, I don't know about the deep treatment conditioner. I don't even know what it's called, but like I know I've done it before, right? So I don't know about that. I don't know about the shampoo. Like that's not my expertise. Your patients don't know. They don't know about, you know, all the things that are offered, even the ones that have done research. They don't know what's available to them. Even with all the information out there on social media, I actually was considering doing uh, Kybella treatment. And I reached out to one of my friends who's a plastic surgeon. And I was like, Hey, does this actually work? Like, does Kybella work? Like I've read so much stuff about it and blah, 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 blah. Like, and she told me a lot of information about it. And then she actually suggested a different treatment for me. So I wouldn't have even known about that other treatment if she didn't tell me about it. Right. So it's up to us as healthcare professionals to educate our patients. So let's talk about selling on social media first. As a healthcare professional on social media, you aren't selling a $15 lipstick or a $20 t-shirt. You're selling a high ticket item. So whether it's dentistry, plastic surgery, or any procedure or service that you offer, it's a high ticket item. The way you sell on social has to be different than how others sell on social. If you have followed my content for a while, then you will know that I talk about never doing direct hard sales, not putting things in your caption, like sign up for a free consult or a hundred dollars off teeth whitening or Botox or whatever else you have to offer. Because first of all, nobody gets onto social media in the morning and wants to be sold to. Also, when you're selling a high ticket item, you have to build connections with your people. People need to feel connected to you in order to come to you. So your social media content is where you are marketing and building your brand. People need to feel connected to you in order to come in. So your social media content is where you're, you are marketing and building your brand, showing what you can do for people, showing other people who have had success from choosing you, showing that you are the person who can solve your ideal patient's problem or problems. People don't feel connected when all your call to actions in each post is buy my item, sign up to see me. People feel connected when they can relate to you or one of your patients, when they see themselves in one of your patients, when you post about a procedure you have done and you tell a story of a patient and they have a similar story. As I mentioned earlier, the point of you being on social is to market and build a brand. Notice I didn't say sell. You aren't directly selling. You indirectly sell. The ways to indirectly sell are to sell by way of emotion. Make your ideal patient 
feel something, tell a story, connect with them on a more personal level. There's tons of ways to connect with your ideal audience. And if you're in Grow With The Gram and need more help with this, go through the modules because I talk about it in detail. So go through that program. Go to the bonus section and download your caption templates and analyze how I've created those captions that convert and break down the indirect sell, how the marketing is actually happening, how the connection is actually happening. And if you're still confused, come into our private Facebook group. I'm happy to help you. And if you're not in the program, remember that you are on the platform to serve. And when you're constantly on there and serving people and connecting with people, you sell without even asking for the sale. It is a beautiful thing. Now let's move on to selling in your practice. So many of my coaching clients start off with me saying that they want to do bigger cases more often. And then when I ask them what they think about doing those big cases, their answers are along the lines of, well, most of my patients don't want to do it because it's expensive. In essence, what they are saying to me is that they, as my client, think their procedures are too expensive. There is a true art to selling, but one thing I want you to know is that your thoughts will always create your results. So if you think your procedures are too expensive, of course your patient will think that they are too expensive. If you judge your patient in any way and think they won't be able to afford this, then you won't even create a space for them to be able to afford it. The way you will describe the treatment to them will be phrased in a way that will come from an energy from you. The energy comes from you of you can't afford this. And of course you will create a scenario where the patient can't afford it. I've literally watched this happen in my own practice. I've watched associates and specialists, like the way that they talk to the patients, the way that they sell. I've watched so many dentists do this. They are selling it from a place of this is too expensive. And of course the patient will think it's too expensive. There's a lot that goes into selling expensive things, but I want to teach you about one concept within the topic of selling expensive things. And also I want to tell you that sometimes your patients will say that your procedure is really expensive and of course it is. And that's totally okay. When you're in full belief that what you have to offer is incredible, their objection of it being expensive won't bother you. The price won't even be a question in your mind. When the price isn't a question in your mind, you show up more certain. You don't think about the price. You have so much certainty that what you offer is so valuable that it becomes less of an objection in the patient's mind. You know what I think about expensive things? I think they're usually nicer and we treat things that are expensive better. If I had a pair of sunglasses that were $20 and my daughter threw them off a balcony, I wouldn't care. If I had a pair of sunglasses that were $500, they wouldn't even be in a place that my daughter could access them. We treat expensive things better. When we invest money into something, we show up differently. I invested in a very expensive life coach certification program. I showed up and wanted to get the most out of it. I showed up completely different than if I had done a free one online. I show up to CE courses that I do online for $200 completely differently than I show up to CE courses that cost me $2,000 or $5,000. You do too. It's human nature. Expensive things are treated differently. Also, everyone has their own opinion of what is or isn't expensive. You may think a pair of sunglasses for $200 isn't expensive, whereas I may think they are. So hear me when I tell you that selling expensive things starts with you first believing in the fact that what you're selling isn't actually expensive. If someone is trying to tell me why I should buy the $200 sunnies over the $20 ones, and I saw value in it, then all of a sudden it's not expensive anymore, right? Because I see the value. 
If I were to take myself as an example, let's say somebody wants 10 veneers on top. What is the value of a mom being able to finally smile freely in a family photo? What is the value of someone being able to smile freely and meet with clients and not always be conscious about hiding their smile? It's pretty priceless if you ask me. I have a friend who had a mommy makeover after her second baby because she had some loose skin on her stomach. And when I asked her how she was doing, she told me that she has so much free time all of a sudden. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I'm not constantly thinking about what to eat and what workouts to do and what to wear. I just get to be present with my kids and my husband now. And I was like, yeah, that's totally priceless to have the freedom in your mind to not worry about your insecurity anymore. That's priceless, right? I remember when I first started doing consults, nobody would sign up for my procedures. And when I started evaluating my consults and evaluating how I was feeling and what I was thinking going into consults, I started to realize that of course my patients aren't signing up and it's because I'm not giving them what they need. My thoughts were all jumbled up. I was going into console after console, taking the no from the previous console into the next console and thinking that person was going to also be a no. I was thinking that nobody will ever sign up for my treatments that I was proposing, that they would feel like it's too expensive, even though I knew it wasn't expensive. I had this belief that all my patients thought it was too expensive. So of course, I created a situation where nobody was signing up. There's something called the belief triad when it comes to selling. The first part is the belief in yourself. The second part is belief in your product. And the third is the belief in your patient. If any of these three things are missing, it's likely your patient won't sign up for treatment. So for example, if you're talking about a treatment plan and you're judging them on whether or not they can afford it, which basically means you're thinking it's possible they can't afford it, then you likely won't get them to say yes. I teach my coaching clients this concept of clean selling, where you hold the space for your patients and you have a clean mindset when you're in your consult. So holding the space is basically a judgment-free zone. So when I believe that if my patient wants the procedure badly enough, they will find a way to pay for it. And actually the financials are none of my business. I hold the space for them to say yes, no matter what they do for a living, no matter what their financial status is. I recently was analyzing a consult one of my coaching clients had with a patient of hers, and she was presenting a dental bridge to the patient. And the whole time she was thinking, he's going to say no because he can't afford it. And of course, the patient said no, but we coached on it. And I told her to stop judging the patient. And I asked her what she thinks would have happened if she didn't, if she wasn't judging the patient and thinking he couldn't afford it. And she told me how she would have done the consult completely differently. And I said, okay, so when he comes back for his post-op from his last procedure, I want you to sit down and redo the consult. I want you to stop judging him. And I want you to be in full belief that of course he will sign up for the treatment. And we had to coach on it quite a bit. And I wanted her to be in full belief before she did this, but once she was, he came back and he literally signed up for treatment and paid for it 100% up front before she did the work. That is the power of having belief in your patient. The other part of the belief triad are the belief in yourself and the belief in your product. So you have to believe that you are capable of creating the result the patient will be happy with. You have to believe that you are the person to treat this patient. If you doubt yourself, if you don't have confidence in this area, just notice that and ask yourself why and work on this. I do a lot of work with my coaching clients in this area. So it's very common if you don't feel like you're good enough. Sometimes you even know that you actually have the skill to help the patient, but something inside you is holding you back. 
Pay attention to that and work on it. Now I want to talk to you about belief in your product. When you believe that what you have to offer is invaluable or it's worth 10 to 20 times the value of what you're charging for it, the selling part is extremely easy. I'm going to use my Growth the Gram program as an example because it's easy. My Growth the Gram program currently at this time is $997. So let's just say $1,000 for easy math. What I give you inside the program is worth at least 10 times that. Because if you can get just one patient off of Instagram, you not only will likely make your money back from that one patient, but that patient will have a friend or family member they can refer to you. And then you also learn the skill of how to use social media to market your business and you could repeat that result for yourself over and over and over again. And I teach you specifically Instagram, but a lot of the strategies can be used on other platforms. The Grow the Gram process, the foundations can be used on every platform. That's why it's so easy for me to sell the program because the value you get is 10 times more what I actually charge. It's actually probably more than that. If you think about the lifetime value of one patient, it's worth way more than $1,000, right? Whatever you are selling, whatever product, service, or treatment you offer, check in with yourself and see what your beliefs are about it. You must be certain in your belief about yourself and your belief about your product in order to sell. Certainty sells. When you are uncertain, when you have doubt, you take the doubt into the consultation room with you and you could literally say the same exact thing to each patient, but the energy behind it, how you feel will make all the difference. If you are uncertain and if you're doubtful, it will show up in the way that you talk about the procedure and your patient likely won't convert. But when you are certain, when you're certain that you can help, when you are certain you have the skill, when you're certain that your product or service or treatment is amazing, the way you talk, even if you're saying the same exact thing will come from a different energy, will come from this energy of certainty and that certainty will sell. Have you ever been shopping for clothes and had someone in the store who is certain that they can help you? I recently had this experience where I just walked in just kind of browsing and I wanted to try on a skirt and the lady that was helping me was full and full certainty. She was in full certainty that she knew the best top for that skirt and a completely different outfit where I could mix and match the skirts and the top so I could get two outfits but really make four out of them. And she was so certain about what would look good on me and I ended up buying a ton of clothes because her certainty made me feel certain. It's such a different experience than walking into a store where someone just says hi and greets you at the door. I'll tell you what, even if I'm in the mood to shop or if I went into the store browsing for something, if someone is certain and someone is helping me from a place of certainty, I'm more likely to buy. Your patient is in your chair because they chose to be. They aren't going to feel awkward when you bring up treatments unless you feel awkward. So I want you to take what you learned in this episode. I want you to go back and listen to the belief triad and study it. I want you to be constantly selling yourself on the belief triad, selling yourself on you, selling yourself on your product or your service, selling yourself on your patients. When you are in full certainty, when you are in full belief of yourself, what you have to offer, and with all your patients, no matter what, you will start to see more people saying yes to your treatments. If this is something you struggle with, if you want to make more money in your business, or if you want to be booking bigger cases, I want to invite you to join me on a free consult to see if you're a good fit for my coaching program. You just go to dryasm.com schedule, and I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. 
I'll talk to you there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.